Hello and welcome to the Legends of Tabletop podcast. We're getting ready to jump into a new, maybe a mini campaign, certainly a new scenario. The 104th scenario for Oscar Rios. He's, I don't, what have you written, like 10 scenarios for the podcast already? It's, it's ridiculous. I've probably written close to 10 scenarios just for the Britannia game. Yeah, Not yeah. including anything, but yeah, who's counting? It's been a long <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> keeps me off the streets which these days keeps you alive yeah no kidding well we certainly appreciate and we hope that the, the i was going to say the the viewers but mostly the listeners uh are are super into that um so we're getting ready to jump into this it's called to put away childish things uh, i'm gonna kick it over to oscar to let him give us a little bit of a description and then we'll say who we're playing and we'll we'll jump into it okay so, to be fair, I did not write this for Legends of Tabletop. I've been meaning to... This has been on my eventually list for uh, over a decade. My eventually list is a really good idea that I don't feel I'm skilled enough to write. Um, so I just put it on that list until I feel confident enough in my ability as a writer to write. Um, there have been a lot of these scenarios. The Hopeful was on that list. Innsmouth Independence Day was on that list. Hold on. Uh, oh, A Family Way was on that list. So eventually they come out. And, and uh, so this is, to put away Tiles' things was one of the last on my, I've got to write that eventually. And what all of those great scenarios have in common is that uh, my dear friend and editor, Lisa Paddle, was a playtester for all of those scenarios. So... I uh, asked her to join us for this one because I didn't feel right about, you know, running one of off my eventually list without her here. She's been part of uh, we've been together a long time. <laughs> OK, so the story starts in early March um, in the city of Manhattan in the middle uh, in the middle to late 1920s. Specific year is not important at this point. And uh, it will start with a woman coming into the office of a private detective uh, looking to looking to hire a team. Now, uh, Detective Harry Stanton got a bit of a line on this client because recently in the last few days, she's become a minor celebrity. Um, and because of that, he thinks there may well be a, a mythos or a cult aspect to her visit. He's not really sure why she's coming in, but she has been in the news recently. So we're going to say that he has summoned a team of stalwart companions who've helped him in this sort of case before. Now... She's to, she's due in at like 9 a.m. She's due first thing in the morning. Um, she called you like yesterday at three. Um, so the team has had a few hours to possibly work up some background or, you know, just struggle to everyone get to your office at 9 a.m. Um, I think uh, Vivian, you're you're where's your character located? physically in new york 
You are a New Yorker. Yeah. All right, and we've already, uh, Millie is living on Long Island in uh, Port Jefferson, and the other two are native New Yorkers. Okay, that's fine. So, um, you're waiting for her to arrive, and her name is, and again, it's a, a play test, so I'm getting used to the scenario myself, so if I pause every now and again, please forgive me. Yeah, we'll, we'll fix it in post. Alice O'Shea. No, you won't. Al, uh, her name is Alice O'Shea. Okay. Now, everyone can make a no roll. And tell me if you get a hard success. No. <laughs> it's past. No. I'm very embarrassed right now. But I'm so used to looking at um, another type of sheet that I have no idea where no is right now. It's in. It's a basic. It's your INT score. Thank you. I'm sorry. Yeah, Vivian has just been resurrected from 6th edition to 7th edition stats, and I think <laughs> Millie has as well. <laughs> I so, uh, Millie? You're, you're muted. No one no one makes the roll. Okay, that's fine. We can, we can find out. So none of you have heard of Alice O'Shea. Uh, all you know is that uh, she's recently been... And Harry, you called the rest of them there because you read something uh, in the paper. You don't really recall the full details of the story. She's recently been in an, uh, an accident that has a lot of conflicting... Uh, uh, that se seems quite outlandish. So um, you'll definitely have questions when she arrives. If there was an accident that got that much press, there are probably records. Um, if you want to get into Manhattan early... Millie, you can possibly do some uh, research at local newsstands, make a library use roll to see if you can pick something up before. Um, Harry basically said she's been in the story, some kind of an accident. She's been in the papers, some kind of an accident. I don't have all the details. Uh, we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll get her full story when she comes in. Uh, regular success on the library use. Okay. You show up to Harry's office with uh, a copy of the New York Herald from March 2nd. I believe we're going to say that today is March 4th. And uh, John, you can open email one and share that with the others. Uh, so everyone can read so. that. So it, our players and the audience at home can read that at home. And again, if there are typos... Don't say anything to me. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. This is first draft. I've spent most of my last week up pre-dawn working on the scenario. So I want to zoom in on this full screen layout. All right. So one of you can read it, or if you want, I can read it, or you can just read it. Okay. Uh, Rising movie starlet narrowly escapes murderous attack. The theater district was the scene of a horrific attack today as an apparently deranged man grabbed a young actress and hurled them both into the path of an oncoming bus. The man, identified as Rudolf Spopenheimer, apparently chose the woman at random. He had recently wandered away from Lenox Hill Hospital. Wandered. 
after being injured by falling bricks at a construction site where he worked at the time as a crane operator. The woman, Alice O'Shea, age 23, is a star of both stage and screen, performing in Broadway shows such as Love for Love, Easy Street, and Out of Seven Sea, and the upcoming Paramount picture, Flowers of the Night. Tragically, Rudolph Sputtenheimer lost his life in the attack, but miraculously, Alice O'Shea escaped with a broken arm and various cuts and bruises. The driver, Fred Whelan, has spotless record and did his best to avoid the pair, and his quick reflexes likely saved the young actress's life. The incident has been ruled an accident. Nice delivery. Okay, so you guys can discuss she's running a little late. When they get there, I'm probably sleeping on my couch. (laughs) Little, you know, short little love seat, legs hanging over the side. Um, So when they come in, then he's making coffee. (laughs) So can we say that your office is actually your office and residence? Do you have a few rooms behind the main, like the, the front room and the bathroom are like the office and then there's three rooms in back where it's your bedroom and kitchen at. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, I was hoping it was just going to be one, like a studio. So it's, <laughs> he has like a Murphy <laughs> bed that he folds down. Um, <laughs> no, no. If, if he was that bargain basement, she'd be going to someone better. <laughs> I'm kind of feeling he's at least middle of the road successful. All right. I'm almost maxed out for PI for credit rating. I'm at 25. All right. So he's a really good pre- – he's actually probably high end. So do you th- – are you high end enough to have a secretary? Yes, but she works part-time. Okay. When, when I'm gonna, doing good – And we're going to say for this, she's attending her sister's wedding in Vermont. Yep. It's, it's been a little slow recently. And you're like, who, why would she get married in March? <laughs> and there are rumors that they had to get married. Uh-oh. <laughs> I can investigate that if somebody really wants me to. <laughs> she doesn't. I mean, I'm sure you get a bargain on the hall at that you time do. of you year. You do save a lot of money for these really? off-season weddings. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're going with. Okay, yeah. so does the, the group want to discuss any of this before Alice arrives? Um, so I'm not in construction, but if you're operating the crane, how do you get hit in the head by bricks? Well, they could have fallen out of the basket. Uh, where he was working at, I mean, it doesn't say in the article. Um, she hmm. she wasn't very clear. She she did, you know, mention she wanted us to, to look into something. Um, I, I, I don't know. I guess she's going to tell us more when she comes in. All right. pretty shaken up. You get a knock at the door. uh, Excuse me. Walks over, opens up the door. You see a woman. She is probably about uh, 5'1". She's this tiny thing with um, very, you know, short, very curly, you know, tight curls, uh, lovely little hat, um, you know, lovely little fashionable dress. And when you see her, you can again roll your no roll. Oh, 
Ooh, that one's going to do it. 12 out of 70. It's extreme. You recognize her from a few move, a couple of low budget films from Paramount. She's usually typecast as the squeaky voice best friend of the lead actress. Mm. Um, but you've seen her. She's one of these character actresses. And that's like, okay, now it sparks your, your mind. Um, so she's not a big star, but she's transitioning from Broadway to uh, the Kaufman Studios in Astoria. What I love about this period is there were Paramount filmed a lot of movies in Astoria, Queens, in the Kaufman <laughs> Studios. So New York was, you know, like Hollywood before Hollywood. Hmm. Hollywood is little. At this point, Hollywood and Astoria, Queens are still kind of, you know, both out there um, in this period. So I always found that, you know, that always tickled me. I, I, st I start to, like, say, like, oh, I've seen your pictures, but then he, he stops himself, okay. right? He doesn't want to so see, she like... she says, uh, uh, Mr. Stanton? Uh, yes, uh, Miss Sochet. Uh, this is, uh, thank you. Uh, how, how are you feeling? Are you, are you okay? You shuffle her, you usher her in. Mm -hmm. I, you know, you like, see that she's got, and... she's got the, you know, it's the 1920s. So she's got the full plaster cast in a sling. You can see that the makeup is pretty heavy. Um, and you've seen enough unfortunate, like domestic violence cases to know that she's hiding bruises. Um, but she's walking with like very ginger steps. So you can tell that she's still feeling the effects of, of literally being hit by a bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she comes in and, and uh, sits down and she's, oh, you've got a whole team gathered here. Uh, they all work for you, Mr. Stanton? Uh, in a manner of speaking, yes. We, we've worked together before on uh, various other cases. She looks over and says, hi, everyone. I'm, I'm Alice, Alice O'Shea. Uh, thanks for coming. And she like kind of sits gingerly, and you see she grits her teeth as she eases into the chair. Um, Millie's going to try and help her to sit because she's a nurse and knows how to make her a little more comfy. Okay, she, she thanks you. Well, you've had a, a bit of a rough time, uh, it seems. Um, what, uh, what exactly uh, brings you to the office? I need you to find someone. I, I think the they may time? be in trouble. Oh. Uh, what, what's, uh, what's wrong? She says, well, um, on top of everything that's happened this week, um, my fiance, um, she takes a deep breath. Um, while I was in the hospital, he, um, he broke off our engagement and, um, he said there was a that he'd found someone else, someone better. And he said a lot of, of horrible things. And um, it's, it's completely unlike him. It's absolutely not like him. Usually Melvin is the gentlest, kindest person. Wouldn't hurt a fly, let alone say the things he said to, to me and, and his roommate, apparently. Um, there, there's got to be something going on, something wrong. I'm, I'm terribly worried about him usually he'd be the the first person at my side to helping me through something like this but um i'm not really sure what's happened harry's eyes flick over to the two women because as we all know this is not uncommon <laughs> and you know 
that men are that way. And a lot of the times when he's investigating, like, this is exactly the thing. It's just like, yep, I don't care and I'm going to leave. So he, he kind of looks to them to maybe try to reassure. She says, I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if the hospital freaked him out. Um, I know that um, he had polio as a child and he spent a lot of time in hospitals when he was little. But uh, I don't know. I, I really, it's like it was a whole, you know, jock, like they say Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Um, not quite like that, but I, I just couldn't believe what was coming out of his mouth and that he would leave me, leave me in, in, you know, at one at all. We've been inseparable for you know, about eight months. You know, we've been engaged for, for three of those. You said something about his roommate? Yes, uh, apparently after he broke up with me, he uh, picked a fight with his roommate, packed up his things, and uh, from what Frank's telling me, that even got physical. And like I said, he's not hes not the type. It's just, he's just not the type. Did you? Um, him and Frank have been, uh, they've been thick as thieves for eight years since he first came to New York. Had there been any indication of any trouble prior to this? Any fights? Any uh, unkind words? Anything? That no, nothing like that. He was, uh, you know, we're both doing well professionally. Um, we're both moving up. I'm getting better parts. He's starting to, um, he's, you know, there was talk of the Paramount bringing him over full time from the, from the theater. Uh, he's a he's a set designer. Uh, yes, my next question. Yes, he's he designs sets for the theater. He's been uh, moving over to design sets sets for the studio. Imagine it's a good gig if you can get it. Oh, he's one of the he's one of the best. Very very hardworking, very dedicated, beautiful eye. Um, easy to easy to work with. Um, that's why I don't understand what's going on. Why would he Why would he leave? Um, everything, I mean, sure, you know, fellas lose interest. I get it. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm not the prettiest girl in all of New York. I get it. But why would he up and, and, and leave his job? This is something that he's been, you know, chasing after since he came to New York. Wait, he also quit his job? He, uh, he's gone. He hasn't showed up for work. Not in two days. When he left, did he say that's he why was I'm, going that's anywhere? why I'm, he just said he was taken off, not trying to, don't try and find him. And he uh, said, said I should have some, she starts to cry, said I should have some fucking pride in myself and not come looking for him. Do, uh, do we know if he had any, uh, like gambling issues or anything like that? I'm, I'm hoping you guys can tell me. I don't know. I don't know anything about that. I mean, he, he worked and we hung out and we went to dinner once a week. And um, I don't know where he'd find time to gamble. He never talked. He never, about, he never talked about betting the ponies or playing the numbers. Yeah, he never, ever, you know, every once in a while kind of showed up with an extra present with for you. Anything like that? Well, yeah, on my birthday and, and we had a good time on Valentine's Day, but nothing odd. Hmm. When he took you out, was it always the same restaurant? Uh, no, I'd usually pick some place we heard about from a 
other girls in the troop. Does he have family in New York? No, he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't have much family. I, I think he might have mentioned a couple of times that uh, both his parents are dead. They've been dead since he was a kid. No brothers or sisters. No, nothing like that. Uh, no real close family either. Um, he was an orphan. Oh, an orphan in New York? No, he's from Massachusetts, somewhere up near Boston. Near Boston. That's and, what he uh, told me. What? Doesn't really talk about his childhood much. Hmm. Was he in a troop in Boston, or did he eventually uh, travel down to New York? He uh, did a lot of community theater, which is where he kind of got his start with set designing, and uh, caught the eye of a few producers, and they brought him down to some small theaters. Hmm. Uh, you've got a picture of him? Uh, sure thing. And she uh, produces one. I see, I, I see you smiling, John, but this is the way we really talk in New York when we're not trying to cover up the accent. I'm, oh, just, would, I'm just leaning into it. I was gonna go. I was gonna go full Vinny, but I decided against it. It's just too jarring. <laughs> I'm allowed to do that because I was born in Brooklyn and raised in Queens. So this is my New York. This is pretty much our New York accent when yeah. we lean into it. Um, yeah. So we're allowed. Um, <laughs> unless you're Italian American, don't do the act. Don't do the. Don't, don't do the. You know the gangster Italian American gangster accent. It's. It's. I can do the the New York accent. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. I've got my daughter was in uh, uh what's that? Well, Newsies, the musical Newsies. That oh, she had nice. Speaking parts. And she was one of the only kids that sounded like a New York street punk. <laughs> and she said, I was just leaning into the accent. And when she talked, it was like, oh, my God, you could hear, like, the New York news. And I'm like, because that's 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 our accent. Yeah, yeah. Does, when she produces the picture, does he look familiar? Somebody maybe we would have seen around town? Like, maybe. Yeah. Social circles. He's a set designer, and he's young, and he's hardworking. So he's not the kind of guy who's social. Yeah, he's yeah. not. Okay. He's not at parties, or you know, um, if he's, you know, he, yeah, he's involved in the theater, and mm -hmm. he's, uh, you know, he's part of that world. But he's not the guy, you know, walking mm. walking through the front door. He's mm -hmm. in the he's in the cast party, mm -hmm. you know. The, uh, the he's more of the stagehands kind of like he'll be there with like talking to the director, uh, talking to the producer, not with the stars and being reviewed. Um, although because he's so good at it, he's probably known in the industry and the trades, hmm. but he's not anyone you guys would have seen around. No, um, he's looks like, you know, 26, 27, uh, tall, tall ish. So they probably make a, cute couple because she's five one and he's probably she's five one and he's probably five eleven and she's like, still in two inches taller than i am <laughs> and um like in the picture they're together and he's got one arm around her shoulder and the mm -hmm. other he's carrying a cane uh, uh walking stick but he's leaning on the walking stick mm -hmm. and oh. one knee is kind of uh cockeyed mm -hmm. okay um, he he says um, we'll uh, we'll need um, the address for his roommate. We'll want to talk to uh, was the Frank as well, right? Uh, Frank Casey. They're over at the Monroe. It's you know it's an apartment building, and you know 
out right outside the theater district. Is the cane because of the polio? Uh, yes, he's weak on that side. On the, you know, that whole side. He works on uh, the, the arm on that side gets numb towards the end of the day, but don't slow him down. He's uh, said it took him years to learn how to walk proper. Uh, she says, I don't have much money, but I can meet your usual rate and uh, supplement that with uh, theater tickets. I get a few free ones every show. Yeah, I enjoy going to the theater every now and again. I'd be delighted. Thank you. Uh, she says, it'll be a bit before I can get back to work, but so you might have to wait for those tickets. But, uh, you know, I, I didn't want to wait. Um, I just came here right from the hospital. They just released me this morning. Oh, goodness. Um, I, I figured uh, best find them before the trail gets too cold. No, I, I get that, but you do need to rest now that you've told us what you can. Well, I'm going to go home right after this. I just wanted to get you guys started. One last thing before you go. Uh, did anyone else visit you in the hospital? Oh, sure. Lots of my theater friends and uh, my manager, a couple of the one of our producers, someone from Paramount, sent me a lovely bouquet. Mm, thank you. Uh, I wasn't much for company after what happened with Melvin. And, and the man, um, I, I'm sorry to bring this up, but uh, the, the man who was who attacked you, um, did he say anything when he grabbed you? Know, you? you know, I, I don't even remember the man. Uh, I don't remember. I was standing on the sidewalk um, or in about the bus splashing me, so I took a step back. Um, I smelled flowers, and then I was sailing forward. Next thing I know, I'm in an ambulance. Okay. Who is it that uh, reported the man, then? She says, like I said, I'd never seen him. I just felt someone grab me and pull, you know, push us up both forward into the... I didn't even see the bus when it hit me. I just... It's all a blur. But uh, he didn't survive, so he was... There when the cops came. What was left of him. Were you planning on taking the bus somewhere? No, I was just waiting across the street. Okay. Uh, everybody roll, roll a spot head. Roll a spot head. Just to <laughs> notice something. I put some points into that. <gasps> Made it exactly. 17 out of 30. She's Hard kind of success. like vibrating. She's kind of like bouncing one of her legs on her knee um, mm -hmm. and she's clenching the side of the, the chair so you're pretty sure her meds are wearing off hmm. if like we don't have any more questions I, 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 I think uh, she should get some rest thanks she goes I hate to ask but could someone help me downstairs to get me into a cab of course of course yeah. Yeah. she gives you uh, three $20 bills for your retainer Okay. Keep looking until this runs out, and then give me a call if you need more. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, he he opens up the desk drawer and, and pulls out the bottle of whiskey. He says, "A uh, little medicine to help uh, smooth you out a little bit." <laughs> I wouldn't say no to a nip right now. It's, it's been a day. The, you know, helps her up, helps her down. This, you know, put puts an arm around her, like takes her weight. Let's okay. her, you know, take the glass and then he'll just bring it back up. Okay. Uh, so she takes the drink, you help her down into the cab, you know, you hail one and uh, and she's off. You've got her number um, if you need to get in touch with her. 
Um, she's got home. She's got someone looking after her. Okay. Comes back she in. Says, she says, my cousin's coming down from the Bronx to stay with me for a week or so. Oh, good, good. So you don't, you don't want to have to deal with that on your own. No, no, not with a broken wing. I don't even know I'm kind of going to, well, I don't know how I'm going to do a lot of things. Uh, look, he's a good fella. Um, I, I don't know what's going on with him, but you got to save him from himself. He's, he's, you know, I don't care if he doesn't want to be with me. I get it. But he's throwing away his whole life. You know, who does that? Uh, sometimes a man gets a strange thing in his head and it uh, sets him all sideways. And, just, and let him know if, if and when you find him. Um, I'm not holding anything what he said against him. Um, it's all water under the bridge. I, I, I don't even need an explanation. Anyway, she says, well, I'm going to go. And she gets in the cab and takes off. Okay. I'll turn to Harry and say she's a lot more forgiven than I am. That's for sure. <laughs> he, he gets in, he pours another another drink. Actually, probably pours it into his coffee. <laughs> says, uh, I was gonna. I was gonna. You didn't mention it, but I was kind of hoping somebody would say coffee just so I could do the New York accent with coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you want a cup? Of, I wouldn't mind a cup of coffee, but nobody because I figured. I wanted to lean in and say, do you have a pot of coffee in the office to offer? Yeah, he would. Know. I think I said I had put one on when they came All in. Right. but All right. Yeah, you mind. did. Uh, Is that like the New York equivalent of parking the car in Harvard Yard? Yeah. International <laughs> coffee. <laughs> I'm going to go down for a cup of coffee. Yeah. Um, all right. So, and don't worry, we may get a chance to use that Massachusetts accent before too long. Okay. So. <laughs> I don't uh, have one, so back, someone back up in the office of uh, uh, what the hair. What are we calling it? The Stanton Detective Agency, Stanton Investigations. What yeah, is Stanton the Investigations. Office? I like okay. that. Okay, Stanton Investigations. I like that too. All right, you're off, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, so, it could be that he got lots of traumatic memories of the polio, but I don't think that's the way to bed. Mm. It might have scared him away from the hospital. Maybe he didn't want to go see her, but I don't. Wouldn't. I don't think it would cause him to say what he said. Mm. Um, I mean, plus he basically said adios to his to his fiance and to his job and to everything. So, yeah, he he broke relationship with his uh, roommate as well. Right. Yeah. It's almost like yeah. he burned everything and left. Yeah. Could be another dame got his uh, got her hooks into him, but. Uh, Seems seems like an awful lot to leave everything, especially if he's been working so hard for that job. And uh, if she's moving up, uh, you know, if he hitches his wagon to her, I mean, it's it's a good deal for him. No offense. No, no, it's just it doesn't add up that he something's off. Mm-hmm. It it's not like her career's completely done. Kind she, of the opposite. She's in a cast. Yeah, exactly. I could see someone leaving if she was injured severely and couldn't pursue her career, but it doesn't seem to be the case. Yeah, what I'd expect is is more flat and cold, not belligerent. Mm-hmm. And she did say, she, she mentioned something about um, Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I imagine he was not like that before this. well if something didn't change inside of him one way or another 
he could be trying to protect her from something that reared its ugly head. Mm. Or, or you know, something, something to do with the accident. She didn't see the person who pushed her, which, again, these things happen. You, you get mm. a lot of, I mean, most people involved in an accident either remember every detail or really don't remember it at all. So that's mm. not surprising, but if we can find the driver, might want to see if he saw this other person or yeah. something. Did uh, anybody else catch? She mentioned that uh, she smelled flowers right beforehand. I'd, I'd forgotten I that. I, I yeah. did. I just, just, I thought maybe it was by a newsstand with flowers. It's um, March. It's a little early, but not that early. Uh, I don't. I'm I'm not necessarily aware of the times. How often how popular or or uh are often used is like cologne and things like that. This is the golden age of 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 cosmetics. So okay. this is this is when most makeup became really popular in the states with the rise of the uh flapper era and the working mm-hmm. woman. So mm-hmm. it's becoming way more, you know, way more common mm-hmm. and things mm-hmm. like perfume and deodorant and powders and you know foundation and lipstick and you know all of that mm-hmm. well so would it would it be like an in-check just to see like our flower you know flowers being sold at this time of the year common on the street or would that well, be i mean we can like check out the area or... we can check out the newsstand i mean it's been two days it's not like they're going to be out of flowers all yeah yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking, like in a general sense, as someone in the world, would that be something that? It's 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 early March, so it's early mm-hmm. March. It's there's been recent snows, so it's cold. It's slushy. Um, yeah. Spring has not yet started. This mm-hmm. is the, this is the tail end of winter. Sure. So if she's smelling flower, <clears throat> smelling flowers, these are not flowers growing on anything. These are mm-hmm. right, right. Mm-hmm. yep. Uh, you know, if his, if his, uh, demeanor changed as much as all that, uh, could be he got, um, you know, maybe, uh, hooked up on that smack too. I mean, those, uh, those celebrity types, uh, they get into a lot of different things. But he's, he's not a, he's, he's not a celebrity. He's a set designer. Well, but he moves in those circles, right? I mean, then he had the polio. So if he's got a lot of pain, I'm, I'm just saying, uh, you know, most most times when stuff happens to people, it's because they've made choices to do things, or maybe sometimes bad things just happen. But uh, when I'm not ruling anything think, out at this stage. Mm. It could be. I, I just putting it on the table. Yeah, yeah. I mean, since we're all here too, you know, we uh, we always can't roll out anything like possessions or anything like that too. Mm-hmm. Mm. I I know. If it's a weird one, that's the obvious. Mm-hmm. The other obvious is somebody's made some kind of threat and he's trying to protect him, his roommate. I mean, yeah. that might be more likely to be like the mob or something, in which case. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Distance mm-hmm. yourself from the loved ones so they don't get up, get caught up in the, uh, the maelstrom of the aftermath. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, still, though, I mean, it could be. It's just. If you're a mobster and somebody like him is a rising star attached to another rising star, 
you probably don't want to scare them too. I mean, on the other hand, mobsters tend to have terrible tempers, so. Well, I mean, it could be, you know, he maybe uh, maybe cut a deal with the mob um, or some other kind of syndicate, you know, because kind of banking on her fame. And, mm. uh, and with the accident, things kind of go downhill and maybe he has some debts to pay off that he's uh, not sure but he, he can do now. thought he'd have a little more time. Uh, yeah, mm. yeah. He's also not from around here. That's true. Um, so I imagine that hospital he's been to wouldn't look like a New York one, would it? No, I don't know how it developed. About the same. Well, he's outside of Boston. I think that's what she said. He was out. He was outside of Boston, where his he came from. So you're thinking a little country place then? I don't know the area that well, but he's not from around here. And doesn't have family either. So we want to talk to the roommate, the bus driver, maybe the doctors at the hospital who who saw her, and to the co-workers. And then probably, I mean, that's four paths. There's four of us. Well, we might I'll take the hospital. To, we may want to go out to the Lennox, too, to see that guy uh, where he escaped from... Uh... Mm. Something oh, good point. Mm. I don't know. Okay. I'm just saying. It may be totally so, unrelated. But... Well, there are four of you. I was um, going to say four places, four people. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I prefer you if you're going to look at two things at the same time. Uh, things that you know, if you're going to break up, I'd like you to go in pairs. Mm. Okay, we can do that. Um, just so you've got a good amount of skill distribution. Mm-hmm. And um, that way, three people aren't sitting waiting for the scene to be over instead of two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. So, like meta, then who who's like I have good persuade. Uh-huh. Uh, if we're gonna talk to people, that's probably a good hot, good spot hidden, good psychology. Decent. I have a uh... decent intimidate. <laughs> uh, I'm not much of a talker. I'm more of a researcher, um, but I do know hospitals. She is a nurse. I've got Intimidate. I've got Brawl. Let's (laughs) do that, too. I'm thinking we should probably not go together, then. (laughs) I think it's going to be boy, girl, boy, girl. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. probably. I mean, I I can take care of myself a little. I've got a decent Brawl score, and I got a handgun. I mean, officially, I don't got a handgun, but I got a handgun. <laughs> you know, uh, as I'm looking at the sheet, and I downloaded the one from Chaosium site, mm-hmm. and I don't see insight on this sheet. It goes from intimidate to jump. Oh yeah, insight psychology. Insight is psychology. Oh, psychology. It's only okay. ins- we've been you've been playing Cthulhu Invictus too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> I've got decent psychology then, so I've got decent insight. <laughs> Interestingly, I just have base psychology, as far as I can tell. Yeah, ditto. Mm. Okay, so who wants to do what? So I'm assuming Millie probably wants to go to the hospital. Um, hospital and asylum should be me. Yeah, I don't mind the roommate and the coworkers or the driver. What do you want to do then, Jesse? Um, I'm fine with it. I'm figuring I'm probably just going to be like a stern eye and some muscle for whoever <laughs> we go with. So, so you, you want to do the roommate then? That probably seems less useful in the hospital. Sure. 
<laughs> okay, so it's uh, Georgie and Vivian heading over to the Monroe, uh, uh, the Monroe apartments. And uh, Stanton, do you want to be Stanton or Harry? Uh, Harry. Uh, Harry and Millie going to Lenox Hill Hospital. Or did you want to talk to the bus, track down the bus driver? I assumed Asylum and Hospital. Where did the Asylum come in? Who's So the guy escaped from the Lennox. The guy who escaped the... from the Lennox. Right. It was, that's a hospital. It's not an asylum. Oh, it's oh, it's just a straight hospital. Oh, okay, okay. I just presumed that it was... Sorry, I assumed it was an institution, too. Sorry. He was a deranged man, after all. Yeah, and the terminology was escaped, I believe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It does say Lennox Hill Hospital, but hospital could be colloquial. Whatever, it's fine. Roll a everyone roll a no roll. All right. This is just to see if you remember something. Nope. I'm a goldfish. Uh, yes, hard success. Thirty-three. There was, there, was a, yeah. there was some kind of story, like a page three story, involving Lennox Hill. Really? Uh, about a week ago. Oh wow! So so I start like. Because there's shit all over the office. He starts going through all the papers. Make a, make a luck roll and give me a hard success. All right. Uh, what is my luck? 65. Georgie just uses the new paper, newspaper to wrap up his meat. That's It's 47 under uh, 65. So success, but not, not hard. Okay. You don't, you don't have that. It's a, it, you, you read it at a diner. You, you saw the story in a paper in the diner. It was like one of the diner copies that somebody had left there, so you didn't bring it back. Yep. Um, after you finished the crossword, you lost interest and you just left it there. <laughs> but you definitely remember seeing a, a, a story about Lennox Hill I, from about I, a week I, ago in the paper. I can't find it. I thought I had the paper here, but there was a there was a story about the Lennox in the paper I saw the other day. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember what it was, but I remember there was something. I know. I had a hard success. I remember it too. <laughs> Ah, damn it, if I could just remember what it All was. All right, hard success, Vivian. It was specifically about Lenox Hill Hospital. It was specifically about so Lenox did, Hill Hospital. Um, which I misspelled in the handout. Okay. <laughs> Don't say anything about it. <laughs> what happened to have the article in one of my papers inside my bag? Not from a week ago. I don't. I I see. I see Vivian as a little clutch, not the giant. Ah, uh, no, I'm scatterbrained. We called newspapers in her big giant bag. I'm scatterbrained. I need like a million right, things this, in my bag. This this will take a library use role to track down um, at the library uh, the story mm. from a week ago, or a hard luck success at a newsstand that might. Not have gotten rid of their papers from a year ago, uh, from a week ago. I like my odds better in a library. Okay, we can stop on the way to the hospital. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna do that. Uh, we'll, we're gonna you guys are gonna break here, break you know break like two teams. So Harry and Millie, you're heading over to the library before the hospital. You're gonna make that uh, library use roll. Okay. 25 out of considerably more than 25. That's a hard success, I think. Mm. All right. It's, you, you go in, you find the stack of papers, you find the story, and you can open email, too. Ooh. Ooh. More handouts. 
Man, I I miss handouts. You don't have you don't really have handouts in ancient Rome. Because <laughs> paper's so expensive. <laughs> we have maps. Oh, there we go. Increased magnification thirty three to sort forty seven. <laughs> so if you go to, uh, let's, let me see if I can't. Uh, let's do that. Okay, that is weird and disturbing. All right, why don't you read this one then? Body Snatchers at Lennox Hill. A comatose man, one Rudolf Sponheimer, went missing from Lennox Hill Hospital in the pre-dawn hours today in what authorities are calling a kidnapping. While there were no witnesses to this abduction, Mr. Sponheimer was completely immobile due to his condition and not expected to recover due to his extensive injuries. Sponheimer, aged 34, was injured at a job site where he worked as a crane operator when he was struck by falling debris in a freak accident. Rudolf Sponheimer requires constant medical care due to his condition, so his safe recovery is a race against time. Police have no suspects or possible motive for this abduction and are asking that anyone with information regarding this incident please come forward. So she was pushed in front of a bus... By a comatose man who couldn't move in the first place, who might have been kidnapped. And this is making less and less sense. Welcome to Call of Cthulhu. <laughs> For me, this is what we call Tuesday. Yeah. Like, oh, now I know why we're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he, he points it, like, at the date. It's like, that's... How is that possible? Yeah. That's... February 23rd, that's, I mean, he got hit. That's a week ago, yeah. I mean, that, that's Almost right. two weeks. Yeah, today's March 4th. 4th, yeah. Yeah, tw wait, 27th to the 28th, that's five. Yeah, it's ten days, basically. Huh. Well, that explains why they didn't expect him to wander off. That's, uh, well, that is uh, an unexpected wrinkle. Yeah, I think we want to start at Lennox Hill. Alright. Sounds like a plan. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.